But we're here, and we're, it's here, and it's now. I got about four ounces of seven up left. And, uh... <laughs> nope. I'm not having another one after this, because you know how I get after two of those. Yeah. You get the bubbly piss. Did I ever tell you about the uh, couple I met camping that was all like that? Where oh, I, I can't have more than two my... diet sodas. Yeah, we went camping at like a public kind of campground and uh, went with a couple friends and my dad and his buddy and... One of the nights, another group of campers came by and hung out by our tent or something. I don't know. They must have, like, my dad must have talked to them or something while they were walking by earlier in the day. And they were sitting there, and they had been there for probably about two, three hours at this point and still just sitting around the fire. And they were super, super devout Christians and just very nice, nice, nice people. And... They, my dad offered them another soda, and they were seven ups, which I'm pretty sure seven up is ca- yes, caffeine free. Yeah, uh, and the wife right away like snaps her head open and she goes, No, you're not having another one of those. I don't like how you get after all that soda. It's like, <laughs> Oh my god, lady, maybe, maybe he was diabetic and he couldn't have all that sugar. She doesn't like the way he gets, I think it was cause... an energy thing. Because he was already kind of... Horned up. Yep. You, that soda puts you in the mood for fornication. I mean, it's still got sugar in it. It's yeah, got dude. sugar rush. Yeah, dude. Rushing right to your bone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, dude. Don't rush all that sugar to your bone, man. We've got to record. It's diet, man. Oh. It's diet. That, it's gonna dude, go. Gonna, the aspartame is going to. All that uh, aspartame in your bone, dude. It's not good. Is it aspartame or aspartame? I always heard it was aspartame. Oh, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Oh, it's a made-up word. Was it aspartame? No, that's cream for your snakes. Is it aspen? Aspen? Aston Martin? No, that's a ta- that's a car named after a town in Colorado, a ski town in Colorado. <laughs> Aspen Martin. <laughs> uh, now we've got the gold we needed. Hey everyone, I'm Meryl. <laughs> really? Just straight like that? <laughs> oh man, I'm Eric. <laughs> do you want to do that again? <laughs> no, we're going with it. This is it. Okay. This is episode 28 of Swamp Things I Hate About You. The, uh, I want to say interactive every time, but we're definitely not. I mean, we could no. become interactive. It'd be very, very hard with... I mean, it doesn't have to be current... It doesn't have to be, like, live interaction while we're talking, but... Inter- I mean... No, but... If you but, send us emails and we do... We answer them, that's, uh, that's an interaction. But... Even with that, I we still have... Is that how that works? Am I using that term correctly? Yeah, you're interacting okay. with the audience that way. The thing with that is the way that we record... 
or just the delay in which we record to uploading would make that a little bit harder because we'd be getting emails about stuff two months after, after we did it yeah or we would be responding to emails two months after we don't get let them. the people can't know that six days to air we could do that <laughs> uh, yeah i, I usually know. yeah i usually have the episode edited by the next I know, day but I, just, I wanted to keep that mystery but i still really don't know I don't know. It's pretty obvious with some of the topics we talk about off episode two. We've gotten we, we, we've gotten better about that. We try to uh, at least I I try hard to ruin that. <laughs> I try I try to keep it episodically. I try to I try to talk about new trending things happening now. Claps when I say each word. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's bad. Not good. Uh, well, that's 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 how it goes sometimes. Uh, we need to get like microphones on a stand so that we can we can slam against the table and not shake it. Yeah, that would be better. That would be better. Uh, but yeah, this is the show where we talk about the 1990s Swamp Thing series on the USA Network. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, Season 3, Episode 6, Children of the Fool. That's uh, that's one of those names where they, they want to get your head to turn and then yeah, serve it... you a big sloppy pile of something. Yeah, spoilers. This name has very little to do with the Oh, episode. dude, you spoiled it, huh? It's not like Nightmare on Jackson Street. Now I know Street. how it ends. Well, even though actually Nightmare on Jackson Street was kind of named wrong too because he wasn't having a nightmare on Jackson Street. He was having a nightmare of Jackson Street. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. But, like, Better Angels made sense because they, yeah. they said it a bunch in the episode. This one... I see no fools and no children. There's a carnival barker and there's youth. Huh? There's youth and there's a youth, carnival youth, barker. Youths afoot. There are youths. youths. Two, two youths. At least two youths. But yeah, let's get into it. I thought we were. We were totally into it. You were like halfway through the episode, I thought. Hi there. Welcome to Swamp Things I Hate About You. I'm Meryl. <laughs> and I'm Eric. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, we start off with a guy and he's sitting at a bus station, presumably waiting for a bus, uh, trying to enjoy a nice cigarette. Uh, but wouldn't you know it? His cigarette's broken. What? Yeah. Oh, crazy, right? Uh, so he goes over to the cigarette machine to get some more, uh, when he gets surrounded by some ruffians. I'm, I, I miss the days of cigarette machines. Those were a thing once. They're still around, but I feel like they're never... Not, yeah. They're not, like, refilled anymore. They was, they just, they were, they were a cool looking machine for vending machines. Yeah. Uh, so the leader in a bandana, he says... 
What's the matter? Yeah, the smokes, Jamie. Uh, Jamie runs away, uh, but the Tufts give chase. Uh, they corner him in between two buses. Uh, they ask him where he's going, and he says home, and they do not like that answer. Uh, so they start beating him, and uh, then the bandana guy says, Home is where the heart is, Jamie. Uh, so we cut to a carnival. Uh, delights to be had by one and all. The lights, the balloons, the midway games, and of course, the weird carnival barker with creepy white makeup in a gravelly voice. Also, Will's there. Oh, Will was there. Yeah. And That's who that was all episode. And the tough guys from before are carnies working there. And so, as Will's walking around, he sees a hot woman running one of the game booths. And he says to himself, shish kebabs. And I don't know what he means, but I do know I don't like it. I mean, that's uh, that's a, another euphemism, probably, for pro- probably her butt, I would assume. She had, she was turned away, unless it, unless it was... I don't know, it's just weird. It's that weird, like, PG sexy stuff, where it's just like, oh, we can't, we can't see a real thing, so we've got to come up with... Uh... And just come up with some stupid word. Yeah, yeah okay. No, in that kind of sense of disliking it, yes, I completely agree. I thought you meant that one rubbed you the wrong way, like it was overly misogynistic. No, it was, I just didn't understand what he meant by it. It's just like shish kebabs. It's like maybe that's his. It doesn't work well. Maybe that's his exclamation in general. He just he's having a good day. He doesn't it, like hot dogs. So. This is just the first time we've heard it. Yeah, that could be a good new phrase. It could be. You should uh you should try it the next time you're out at the bar. Okay. See uh Hachi Machi and then you just go shish kebabs. Do some of the finger guns. Yep, finger her a lot. Okay. The finger guns. Two episodes in a row. No, I didn't talk about fingering in the last episode. <laughs> I thought it was No. <laughs> no, uh, it might have been the episode before that, though. Okay, I thought it was last week. No, last week was eating out stars. Oh, right, that's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> it's different. Eating out and fingering are different, right? But it's it's still it's still going the same direct. Okay, we don't need to keep. No, all I'm saying is one makes God cry and one doesn't. <laughs> uh... And that is a very true fact. Yeah. You'd be surprised which one doesn't, though. Just finger and buttholes. Tonight at 10. Finger and buttholes tonight at 10. <laughs> 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 uh, so if that was a... No, just if it was a news thing. They're both... They, they both make God cry. Or... One of these two will make God cry. You won't believe which one tonight at 10. Uh, so it, it, it turns out that uh, fingering makes God cry, but cunnilingus does not. I don't Because fingering represents the. <laughs> you just keep saying law. fingering, and it's just it's <laughs> awful every time. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
All right, this is uh, Swamp Things I Hate About You. My name's Eric. My name is Fingers McGee, and I like to finger. <laughs> uh, uh, the episode. Don't finger at me like that. <sighs> what if what if it was called fingering and when you point at someone it's just, like, <laughs> you I'm, just I'm can't fingering stop. at you? You can't st- I feel like there's that word has come up at least once every ten <laughs> seconds for the last minute and a half now. <laughs> Yeah, probably, but you didn't answer my question. I'm not going to. <sighs> it's a simple yes or no question. Just say <laughs> yes, yes and we'll move on. Uh, uh, God, if the guy, if the moon was made of ribs. I don't know. It's just how are they prepared? Probably not right. It's the moon. Yeah. But anyways, it's probably um, leftovers. So Will's staring at a carnival girl, and uh, she catches him staring, and she's just like, "What?" And uh, he quickly lies and says he was looking at the jacket she was hanging up because it looks sharp. Yep, that that. And it's a it's a denim jacket with a rhinestone jaguar on the back. And more rhinestone borderings, and it does not look sharp. Oh, that looks like something you'd get your ten-year-old daughter. Unless, unless you know, maybe the early nineties were a different time. I mean, it was more in, right? But the rhin- the rhinestone job on that looked like I mean, that was like a, t- a ten-year-old's jacket. Um, <laughs> but uh, she also likes the jacket, so we know they both have the same bad taste. Um. So he asks what it takes to win the jacket, and she tells him uh, he has to make eight shots in a row, and he's just like, whew, that's pricey. And we already learned that it's 50 cents a game. So mathing it up, that's $4 for this jacket that... Honestly, I'd pay $20 for that jacket because it's a low-quality jacket. $4 is a steal. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know if Will was being sarcastic about the the pri- the priciness of that game or being serious. Because because I don't know. Yeah, the the way the to- the whole tone of it went, and then it still seemed like he wasn't obvious. It seemed I don't know. He was kind of edging to play the game a little bit, but he was more edging to flirt. Obviously, yeah. But I didn't. I don't know. At some point, I felt like he was going to just slam his fist down and just be like, No, I want three games for a dollar. Um, so, yeah, he's down to try and he starts flirting with her hard. Uh, but before Will can even get her name, Chucky, the ruffian with the uh, bandana, cuts in and starts to get into Will's face. Uh, just as things are, or uh, just as things start to get tense, uh, the boss Hurley, the carnival barker from earlier, shows up and uh, breaks things up. Uh, everything gets really tense. Everyone gets really tense when he shows up, uh, and he reminds Chucky that Will is a paying customer, and that's not how you treat paying customers. You don't try to fight them while you're in the carnival. Mm-hmm. It's you're just work. bad business. Don't fight when you're at work. 
And uh, so Hurley tells Will to go on and have a good night and takes Chucky with him. And uh, when Will turns around, uh, he sees that uh, the girl is no longer in the booth. It's now a beat-up Jamie. And uh, he pulls, he uh, tells Will that the game's closed and then pulls down a curtain as the scene cuts to black. And then uh, we have the opening credits. So yeah, she turned into a dude. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, this was a pretty long uh, intro. Yeah, pretty long cold open. It definitely was. <laughs> it was. I think this one's like almost four minutes long. They usually are about like a minute, minute and a half. Yeah, that one lasted a bit. But yeah, um. So Will's coming out of the store listening to his new tape player uh, when the carny girl from last night pops up from behind his jeep. Uh, she has the jacket. So did she stalk him? How did she find him? I don't know. How how would she have found him? Just ask Small her town. Yeah. Population 52 kind of place. Something like that. Uh, so she has the jacket and she tells him that Hurley said it, he could have it as a way of making up for last night. Uh, so she asks, uh, if he likes it and he says, I do now, uh, you know, I was trying to win it for you. And then he puts the jacket on her and, uh, asks what she does for fun. And that starts a montage of them roller skating through the park as Chucky and one of his cronies watches from a distance. Uh, They then go see the Universal Universal Pictures Sam Raimi classic Dark Man. A tale of Liam Neeson getting disfigured in some way, but he has the ability to make fake skin to... to Did you get all that from the the episode? No, I, I... I know about Darkman. Okay. It was like a proto-superhero movie where they decided to make a superhero movie about a character that oh. doesn't exist in, like, comics or anything. Oh. oh. At least I don't think he was a comic. And the cronies eating popcorn in the background. No. It would have been cool if they were doing date stuff the entire time, too. So, yeah, yeah, their cronies are looking on. Um, and then she reads his palm down by the docks, uh, but then she sees Jamie creeping from a distance, and she takes Will out of there. Uh, the montage ends with a final shot of Swamp Thing looking on at them. Uh, so Will and the Carney girl sit on Tressa's front porch. Uh, Will plays some elevator music out of his tape player and asks her, uh where her family is uh, on account of her being so young and in the carnival. Uh, she tells him that Hurley and the carni- uh, and the carnival are all the family she needs. Uh, and he asks if she ran away from home and she starts to get real defensive. Uh, she starts talking about how they're different people. She's a carny. It's carny stuff. Uh, they kiss, uh, but she backs away, telling Will it's late and she should be getting back. Because she's a carny. Yeah. So, Will drives her back to the carnival and walks her to her tent. 
Uh, he goes for another kiss, but is interrupted by Chucky saying, Well, isn't this romantic? Oh. Uh, so Will tells him to get away from his car, and Chucky's all like, Make me. Uh, so they start tussling on the ground as she yells out at them to stop. And we still have not been told her name. We were going to get told her name earlier on in the episode. But Chucky interrupted. So we still don't know her name. And that's why I keep calling her the Carney girl. Um, Carnies. So uh, Hurley shows up. Carnessa. And... Hmm? Carnessa. Carne asada? Car- Ooh. Um, yeah. 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 So, uh, Hurley shows up and pulls them off each other. Carnival. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he asks what's going on, and Chucky says, He was all over! And, uh, she says that they just kissed. Uh, Hurley tells Will that he was a guest here last night. Uh, but now he's pushing his luck. He tells him to hit the bricks, make tracks, to scram. To beat feet, to scoot, to skedaddle. Wait, did he say to hit all the of dust? Those? What Are you, did he say? All of those? Uh here, let me start over. Uh, he tells him to hit the bricks, make tracks, to scram, to beat feet, to scoot, to skedaddle, to hit the dusty trail. Wait, did he to say make like all a tree and leave? And he doesn't have to go home, but he can't stay there. Read that list off one more time. Uh, He tells him to hit the bricks, make tracks, to scram, to beat feet, to scoot, to skedaddle, to hit the dusty trail, to make like a tree and leave. He doesn't have to go home, but he can't stay there. In short, Hurley tells him to leave. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we now learn about halfway through the episode that the Carnage girl's name is Amanda. Yeah. And the reason I haven't referred to her as Amanda is... Because you didn't know that. Yeah, I forgot that up until that point. Oh, they original. I see what you mean. They originally did say her name at some point, and then... No, no, no. They were going to... Earlier in the, in right, the episode... Right, but that was the first time they said her name. This this is the first time they yeah. said their, her name right now, but they were going... She was about to tell Will her name, right. uh, but Chucky inter- interrupted. It's just weird going, like... Spending this long with a character with just like not knowing, not her knowing name. their actual name. I'm sure. I'm sure Will knew it at some point. Yeah, I, yeah, I bet Will did. But, okay. but we, as the audience, as the people taking meticulous notes, on this, right? It just, it, but it, it definitely did seem that was their plan to do. Yeah, but I mean, there wasn't really any point to it. But yeah, no, it, it seemed, I think they just forgot. Let's that be mysterious. Just like, oh, and... well, I, I was thinking, cause I was getting through, I'm like, oh, we're like almost halfway through now and they haven't told this character's name. I'm like, are they, are they not? Are they never going to? She didn't have one the entire time. Yeah. Carnival girl. Um. Hmm. Carnfany. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Carnfany. Um, so yeah, we learn her name is Amanda, and then Will 
Uh, Will gets back to his Jeep to find that his tape player is missing. Oh, did we ever get to that part where they say Aloha Denim? What? I wrote Aloha Denim in my notes. I think that's just something you wrote. <laughs> no, there's no way I just wrote that in my notes. They do not say Aloha Denim. <laughs> they do not say the word denim in this episode. I wonder if a, a lot of denim. A lot of A lot of denim. A lot of. Yeah, it's because she's wearing jeans and a denim jacket. Yeah, and everybody else had denim. And they, yeah. all her little carny friends were super denimed out. Yeah, that's a working Aloha man. denim. <laughs> like, a fucking stroke? <laughs> Wait a minute, what? I, I thought, I, I swear somebody just called her denim. Hey there, girl. Aloha, denim. How you doing? So yeah, uh, Will's tape player is missing. Uh, so he rushes into Amanda's tent, uh, where she is changing. He just busts in. Into even a truck. She's a, and she's, yeah, she's all half, half human, half vehicle. Uh, she tells Will to get out. She's changing. And, um, he says that he's looking for Chucky. He stole his tape player. And Amanda tells him that it wasn't Chucky, that she stole the tape player. It was her. That it was uh, Hurley. Uh, she just Hurley. said it was her. No, no, she said that, but she says that. Hurley just, makes all the kids there steal stuff for him. Uh, Will wants to help her, but uh, she pushes him out of her tent because she can hear some people coming. Uh, and then Will has a nice little chat with Swamp Thing about Amanda. Uh, Swamp Thing tells Will he senses uh, greater danger. Uh that there uh, may be a more at stake here than just a broken heart. Uh, just then a car pulls up to Tressa's. Uh, it's Hurley. He's here to return Will's tape player. Uh, he basically tells Will that Amanda is crazy. She just thinks Hurley told her to steal shit for him. Uh, he talks to uh, He talks about how he takes in kids from broken homes and crazy families and tries to give them structure. I try to give them structure. Um, he tells Will that Amanda doesn't belong at the carnival. And if he can come by tomorrow and convince her to go home, he'll buy the bus tickets. Uh, Will agrees. Uh, so we cut to Will. No, we cut to Hurley having a meeting with all his carny kids. Uh, he tells them that Amanda has endangered the group by being with Will. Uh, but he's willing to forgive her because her heart is pure. Pure for the Lord. Or should I say lords? Lords of darkness. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say dance. <laughs> you really la- oh, are you really laughing like that? <laughs> this is becoming more of a theater show every episode. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, go on. Don't you know I'm the devil? He he did he did laugh pretty pretty uh sinisterly. Uh so they're gonna sacrifice Will and uh Amanda isn't super pumped about that. Uh so then we cut to commercial. Uh I think they advertise Twinkies and Yummy Mummy and Kool-Aid Jammers. Actually, no, I don't think they advertised any of those. Those sound like all, all products that would be on their 
kids block of, of television. So I think they had in ninety two life insurance and ad for collect calls and local local ads. No, that's the cable. That's the cable. Well, yeah, I but you it, still yeah. have your local filling. Yeah, so like, uh, come on down to Scheinemann's. Yeah, local local car dealership. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah, we cut back. We come back from commercial, and Will's showing up that night to the carnival, but nobody's there. Uh, he walks around uh, shouting for Amanda, but he is all alone. Uh, Hurley comes over the loudspeaker. Come over here. All questions will be answered. All mysteries revealed. Throw me a nickel. Your fate. Your future. Your fortune. Uh, so, yeah, it's playing over the loudspeaker. Uh, so, Will sneaks over to Amanda's tent and tries to wake her. But the long brunette, the long-haired brunette in that bed is not Amanda. It's Chucky. He says, Amanda's not here, but don't leave. Chucky's in love. And I think that's like the creepiest part of this episode. It's just like out of nowhere, Chucky just being a weird creep. And he has very long hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's obviously trying to lure Will. Do you think he would have had sex with Will? Oh, God, yes. Passionately. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then, um, Chucky's in love, uh, then a group of carnies. I think if it wasn't for the other group of carnies that you were just mentioning, those two would have just... Yeah, a group of carnies jumps in there and grabs one. Separates those two before it gets out of hand. Uh, so Hurley comes in and talks about how everything's going according to plan and has them take Will away. Uh, so Will is chained up while Hurley pr- puts on his white face makeup. Uh, Will asks what's going to be done. Hurley gives a long speech about the kids and how powerful and mysterious the swamp is. Uh, his main point is he's going to sacrifice Will to summon some demons. And uh, Will says that's impossible. And Hurley says, not if I drug him. And uh, he holds up a little jar of some hallucinogen. Uh, right? It's just yeah. Any carnival, any carny can just get like a little baby baby food jar full of random hallucinogen. I I'd say it's LSD, but it kicks in super fast. Yeah, like instantly. Yeah. So it's like liquefied salvia or something. DMT. Yeah. I'll. I'm never. Never fucked with DMT before. You'd see. Don't you smoke you, DMT? You'd see the right things. In some cases, you do. Yeah. It's not the best way to ingest it, though. I don't know, man. You smoke drugs. You inject. That's medicine. what you do. Uh, so Hurley has Will taken to the swamp, uh, where they set up a little. Where they've set up a little ritual space. <laughs> Uh, Hurley in all his white makeup, and Hurley's, uh, dressed up in his white makeup in a dark red robe, and he's holding up a goblet. He starts giving a speech about drinking of the raven's blood, 
and uh, passing around, and he passes around the goblet. It's a big punch bowl of Kool Aid. <laughs> it's not Raven's blood. It's Kool Aid. No, I'm, I'm hypoglycemic. Oh, yeah. Or hyperglycemic. I can't have that much sugar. That's correction. That was yeah. a good correct correction. I know. I know what. I know the difference between hyper and hypo. <sighs> and glycemic means glucose, and hypo means needle. And that's why they call it heroin because it's a needle drug. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he starts giving the speech, and, uh, as the goblet's getting passed around, Will signals to Amanda not to drink. Which, I guess Will doesn't have very much faith that, that she understood that, uh, because when the goblet eventually comes to her, he just yells, (laughs) Don't! It's drugged! And, uh... Like nothing comes of that. Like she, yeah, she doesn't. It's she doesn't. Okay that she doesn't. It's it's fine. You think that the people would be like, hey, no, you got to drink it. But I think she just passes it to the next person because immediately then Chucky uh, Chucky stands up and he's like, oh my god, man, I can see it. And um, I think what he's seeing is there's like a lightning storm happening this whole throughout this whole scene. So I think he's just tripping out because of the lightning. Yeah, the lightning's happening. Um, so Amanda gets up and shouts at Hurley that he can't kill Will, but Hurley slaps her and, uh, Chucky holds him, holds her back. So, to kill Will, they decided the best way to ritually kill someone, let's throw him in a pit of quicksand. Or like this is like well, what we assume to be quicksand. They say it's who's quick- gonna who's gonna test it and they, really find out. They say it's quicksand. Okay. Or Will says it's quicksand. He's like, stay back, it's quicksand. But it's like, it's not like movie quicksand where it's literally sand. It's just like a dirt water mixture. Yeah. Um. Which fun fact about quicksand? You float in quicksand. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't you sink up to a point, but once you get about up to your chest, you you're you're buoyant and you you won't sink anymore. So like that's your biggest risk in quicksand isn't like getting your head stuck up. Well, you you could get your head stuck under if you're like flailing around a lot. Um, but for the most part, the biggest problem is just being stuck, like yeah. not being able to reach the edge. But yeah, no. It's very hard to if you can Somehow get your legs up if you can get yourself into a floating position. It's a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, yep. Throw them into quicksand. But uh, well, this is TV, so it doesn't work like that. So Will's sinking slowly, sinking under, and uh, as his head's about to go under. Uh, he, he calls out for Alec. Um, Hurley shouts out in victory, but is cut short when Will pops back up, being pushed out of the water by Swamp Thing. Uh, so Hurley thinks he actually summoned a demon, with what with Swamp Thing being there. I thought they were going to have a pool chicken fight. That'd be kind of with uh with Will. On, Will and Swamp Thing, yeah. Swamp Thing's shoulders, that would have yeah. been, been, I think, the way to... 
defeat the cultists. <laughs> Just that's a sentence. Defeat the cultists with pool chicken. Okay. I could not read my handwriting for a second, no. sorry. But yes, no, a a rousing game of quicksand chicken. I think, I think Swamp Thing would win. Well, yeah, I mean, he's the hero, he's the name of the show. If only because Hurley... He's the name of the show and half of the name of our show. I feel like Hurley could only be on the base. Because I don't think any of those teens would be able to, to carry him. He's... He's, he's a small round man. Oh, he's um played by Wolfman Jack. Apparently, he was a. Uh, I did a little research on that, and he was a oh. uh, DJ in the seventies. He had a, like a bit part in uh, Sergeant Pepper's uh, Lonely Heart Club Band, uh, the movie. I guess if there was a movie. Oh, okay. I'm not super familiar on. The Beatles films. Eh, nobody really cares about them. Yeah, they seem like they suck. Ams. Um. Yoko was cool, though. Well, yeah. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, so Swamp Thing tells Hurley, You've used these young people long enough. And then uh, Hurley says... I summoned you, and I can send you back. And then he pulls out a fucking gun and just plugs Swamp Thing five times. <laughs> and Swamp Thing's like, Don't bet on it. And uh, disarms him. And then uh, Hurley is inexplicably struck by lightning and explodes like fireworks. <laughs> and is dead. All that's left is just a ring of fire where he used to stand. And a little bit of Scorch. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of Scorch. Uh, Will asks Swamp Thing if he uh, if he did that, and Swamp Thing says, Who turned on the afterburner? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Swamp Thing says, He brought it upon himself. Which isn't a no. Swamp Thing did not say that he didn't do that. But he made me do it as a pretty... Yeah. This is, that's a possibly problematic uh where will it end yeah. is somebody starting to play god kind of statement well i mean if anyone was going to play god it would be swamp thing yeah there's actually been a couple storylines of that where he's been god of the swamp well there's been other storylines of that where he's just like fuck this shit i'm the god of nature because that's kind of what his powers encompass is like all living organisms mm. that aren't animals and aren't fungus. Hmm. The swamp has fungus? Why isn't he in control of fungus? Because fungus is different. Uh, f- uh, I think it's something mushrooms are more genetically similar to people than they are to plants. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, because uh, fungus, fungus has a whole different life cycle. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um... Swamp Thing just leaves, and I guess it's no uh, no big deal if a bunch of drugged out carnies saw him. It's just like, yeah, yeah just... this group of people saw you, Swamp Thing. And then saw a man get struck by lightning. It's fucking weird. Weird night. <laughs> uh, so the next scene, Will is dropping Amanda off at the bus station. She's nervous about going back home. She doesn't know how she'll explain this to her family. Will says he's sure she'll be fine. Uh, 
But you should probably just leave out the part with Swamp Thing. <laughs> uh, they have a little laugh at that. And then uh, Will asks if he'll, ever, if he'll ever see her again. And she tells him sometime. And kisses him. Uh, she heads off to the bus. Uh, but Will stops her because she forgot her red jacket. Oh. And then... Uh, <clears throat> Will puts it on her and gets one last kiss. I feel like she we, was uh, she was frame. trying to get away from that jacket so hard. I totally think she was trying to ditch that. She was just like, I do not want this jacket near me while I'm working. This is just been... give it to this guy. Oh, great. He gave it to me. Great. Uh, well, I don't want to see rude. Now I have this creepy fair jacket. All... I, uh, I work at the fair. I know what we get these. <laughs> I know what we get from? these for. I know this isn't a this nice has been, jacket. This is one of the only things that has been here since I've been here. Nope. Yeah, she she said no one's ever won that jacket before. So it must have been there for a while. Musty. There's probably smells like a barn. Probably smells like a fucking carnival. Mm-hmm. Running carnivals have like Yeah, the outdoor barn animals. Smell. Yeah. Huh. But it's that barn smell mixed with like uh, f- deep fryer oil and um, really sugary puke from kids oh, who ate too yeah, much like right. cotton candy and go on the on the rides. Uh but yeah. Uh, what would you give this? I would say probably six, six, because it was uh, Six is the required age to probably wear that denim jacket. By the way, is the so you, is the what it, I'm is the scale I'm using. You give it six denim jackets. No, I give it six is six ages, or the age is six to. I don't understand. You keep changing <laughs> your scale every episode. Well, yeah, that's the point, isn't it? Well, no, no, you keep changing it. Like it's still one out of it's still something out of ten. Well, right, but that doesn't matter. We know everybody knew that episode three. But now you're making it ages. You're making it so much more abstract. Okay, I'm sorry. Six, uh, six out of ten. We still do the thing where it's six something different out of something. No, it's just six out of ten this time though okay. for me. Okay. Um, this one was kind of boring. I wasn't super interested in this. Um, not enough Swamp Thing. Hardly any Swamp Thing. No Arcane, no Graham. I thought it was nice getting away from them for an episode, though. They're I, they're my favorite characters. They're, oh. they're like a cheesy villain and his Weasley henchman. What's up with Will? Will has, like... Will's kind of bland. Will... Yeah, Will is bland, too. I mean, there, I, there's not really a ton of characters that I'm real... I have a real strong, positive feeling about. It's like Tressa's in even South Swamp America. Thing, even Swamp Thing I don't feel positively about. I don't I don't love the moments he's on screen. Yeah. He's usually He usually doesn't have he's, anything positive to he's say. He's relegated a lot. I've noticed a lot this Only season. Only dumb kids dream. I mean, yeah. we've gotten some real gems from him so far. But uh, this season, I think we've seen a lot of him where it's just shots of him standing somewhere else. And it's just using that shot to establish that Swamp Thing is also here, but looking on and from a distance. And he's watching. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, never. You know, you could you could have taken that or taken three shots of that in a minute in mm. one corner of the woods and use it for the rest of the series, and you'd never know. But yeah, I think I'm gonna go with four and a half, four and a half jean jackets out of ten. Just a real below average episode. Yeah, not great. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, hopefully the next one is going to be good. I think... I think it's an arcade-heavy episode. We Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess arcade isn't awful to have on screen. I just... I don't know. He's at least interesting. Kind of. He's he does stuff. He wants to be he, interesting. I feel like he's just he's like that kid in school who wanted to be really cool. Yeah, he wanted to, and then he succeeded. Have you seen him? Have got all the that? friends now. All the friends. He's got Graham. He's got his feathered back hair. He's his got a wife. frozen wife. What else? Could Swamp you Thing knows. Swamp Thing's always on his tail. Yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got, um, yeah, yep, yep a He's living it. He's living that life. He's living his life like it's golden. Living, living his life like it's golden. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you got any, got any other stuff you want to talk about? Share with the world today? Any new projects to plug? Um, well, there's always the, uh... I know you do vocals on that. Be a tree, me a tree. Well, you do vocals on that, um, grindcore, rap rock, new metal hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, uh, we're taking, we're taking a few, uh, weeks off for reflection now. And well, you need to take you need to take a break on your voice. No, I mean physical reflection. We're all gonna we're Stand all having in front of a giant mirror. No, we're having mirrors, uh, basically basically surgically implanted into all of our chests, so that when we're performing at the correct angles, we create a pentagram on the stage. It'll be really cool. Won't you need a giant mirror? Above the stage that's like angled out so the audience can mm. see. No, 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 no. That's our effects man, uh, Lars, uh, who uh, dangles up there. He's got one in his chest too. He also plays keys on like four songs, but he's not real good, so we needed something for him to do on the tracks he wasn't musically involved in. Hmm. So when he's not when he's not jamming out those uh, C chords, he's yeah, he's rocking the reflection. So yeah. I've heard this is a good year for uh, for uh, milk and uh, some other uh, good farmable uh, crops. We could uh, get into the farm report. No, no, thank you. Okay, what about you? Just that. Uh, I, I I agree with that. Uh, but yeah, I think that. Oh oh, 
Hello. <laughs> no, I didn't actually have anything that time. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that's going to do it for me. How about you, Eric? Is I'm going to stay here for probably like another 10, 15 minutes and just talk to myself in the microphone. So if you want to get the fuck out, I'll just uh, keep going and have a nice uh, time here with just me and the microphone. Do you know how to save the episode? Don't look at my microphone like that. No. Um, what? Nothing. But yeah, uh, this has been Swamp Things I Hate About. Oh, and... (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, this has been... This has been... Swamp Things I Hate About You, and I'm Meryl. And I'm Eric. Alright, bye. Swamp Things I Hate About You is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream.